America and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to Corey Has a Podcast. This is a brand new show just for you. Episode 7. Whoa, 7 episodes. We're 7 episodes in. 7 episodes. That means that if you enjoy this, that 6 more times uh, I have done this, you can go into the archives and pull them out and just sharpen up your sword a little bit. Like as if I was going to give you a pop quiz on what I said on episode three, three, three. Uh, Yeah, but today I just want to dive right in. You know, just like when you go to the beach and you can't just dip your foot in. You got to just fucking run as fast as you can until you're fucking neck deep. You get neck deep and then you're fearless after that. You could just stay in the water. You could go back out, soak up that sun, go back in, get, you know, but you got to just run in. I was at the beach with a couple of friends this week. It was my good friend Kurt's birthday and uh, we went to the beach. I told everybody, everybody was like, oh, the water's a little cold. I said, anytime I'm about to do something where I feel like, yo, um, this shit might suck or this might hurt or this might be like a little scary. Here's a little trick that I've been doing for years. And um, this may work or may not work for you. But anytime I'm about to do something like that, I always say this in my head. If I'm alone, I say it out loud. But I usually say this shit in my head before I do something that's a, that might be a little bit crazy or a little bit like I might be uncomfortable for a second, like jumping into a tub full of ice. I say in my head, hey, I'm Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to Jackass. And then I jump right in. And somehow that works every single time, you know, and it's like you're that, like, that's what works for me. That's what makes me ready to take risks. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to run into traffic and say that, but, I, I, you know, I, I'll I'll feel how cold and icy the water is and I'll say, hey, I'm Johnny Knoxville, welcome to Jackass, and dive right in. You know, that that is the kind of motivation that I'm talking about. I think that there's so many inspirational, motivational, influential, anything else, people that exist that just do their shit, they do their art, they bring you entertainment, and me, they bring us all entertainment, and you don't even realize, like, I don't think they realize how they impact people's lives, like, I don't think Johnny Knoxville is like, yeah, you know, anytime somebody's about to do something, maybe they'll just start adapting this, you know, as a, you know, as something to get them geared up to do it, like, it's gonna hype them up, this is just my thing that I do, and now look at it, you know, just want to let everybody out there know if you are doing something every day and nobody's giving you validation for it, you're posting motivational shit on online and you're helping people out somehow or one way or another. Not everybody's always going to, you know, acknowledge you for it, but people are watching you and they see they see what you're doing. So don't be discouraged. Just keep on bringing the heat. Keep on bringing the heat. Like that hot summer sun, just bringing the heat, bringing the heat like Lil Wayne in 2002 when he was on everybody's fucking song. Just keep bringing the heat, baby, you know? 
Think about that this week. That's what I want you to sit on. Keep on bringing the heat. So I was watching a movie the other day. You know these things. Movies. <clears throat> and I know I, I, I kind of touch on these things a little bit, but I don't always dive all the way in. And I'm going to say this. If it's getting towards the end of the night and I'm sleepy, I'm a drowsy motherfucker, you know, I'll sit down and like as, as hyperactive as I could be, like the second I sit on the couch, I'm like about to be asleep. So if a movie does not one, hold my interest, get my heart rate elevated, you know, get me feeling like, holy shit, what if this is, you know, like what if I was in this city? Like if I, I want to put myself in these people's shoes sometimes. I want to like really get into the movie, like to the point where if you walked up behind me while I was watching this movie and tapped me on the shoulder, I would jump so high that my head would get stuck in the fucking ceiling. So uh, I get really into these movies, but uh, sometimes, you know, you'll put one on and you'll look, I'll look through the menu, you know, there's just endless, endless, infinite amount of um, options these days which is overwhelming and honestly makes it more difficult to pick something to the point where you honestly kind of just gotta like just pick whatever like just put something on and just say fuck it and if it sucks turn it off in like 10 minutes give it 10 minutes you know but if a movie's longer than two hours like if you watch a trailer for a movie that's like these trailers are longer than they've ever been you watch a trailer trailer's really fucking long trailer almost kind of gives away the whole movie which is really annoying. So you watch this trailer and then you go, wow, this movie has the fucking audacity to be two hours and 15 minutes long. Like what happened to the 90 minute movie? 90 minute movie is ideal. It's non-committal. You don't lose interest. You're not sitting there like you ever have somebody put on a YouTube video. They go, yo, check this out. And then you are watching it and you notice after a few minutes that it's still on. So you tap the screen and you're like, Jesus Christ, when is this shit going to end? That's not how I want to feel when I'm watching a movie. I don't think anybody wants to feel that way. But again, we're also home. You got the power to turn it off. Um, <clears throat> but it's funny. So we were watching. Uh, so my wife put on Rent, the musical, but the movie the other day. And I think she was kind of bummed because I didn't really enjoy it. I thought it was kind of boring, you know? But I liked it. Though. Like, I thought it was good. I was just like, yeah, you know, because, you know, we had just watched Hamilton and then you're going to put on that. Like, it just doesn't even, you know, you can't do that. You know what I mean? It's like we're all eating candy and shit. And then you just came and handed me an apple like I'm supposed to be excited about it, you know. And then so we watched this movie. It was all right. But there was a point in the movie where they're all in a restaurant and they're all dancing on the tables and singing and shit. And I just found myself getting like kind of annoyed about it. Like I was like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like I had a moment where I was watching the movie and I'm like, why is this so not believable to me? Like I'm sitting there watching it like, yeah, right. Like my suspension of disbelief is so selective that like a fucking dog will start talking in a movie and I'll be like, oh yeah, for sure. That's cool. Yeah. A hundred percent. But people will dance on a table and sing and all know the same song. And I'll be like, bullshit that would never happen but meanwhile there's fucking animals talking and operating machines and driving cars and shit and i'm cool with that 
it's just it's interesting when you think about that have you thought about what you choose to believe or not i think i got that shit from my dad man i remember when i was watching a movie one time and I, I think i was watching like a james bond movie but when pierce brosnan was james bond and pierce brosnan was beating up this dude that was like twice his size and my dad was like yeah fucking right like in the movie theater and i was like man this guy he can't just you can't just like because by definition suspension of disbelief the concept of it is it's you, you you eliminate logic and reason from your mind so you could enjoy the story if i sat down and thought about how much I saw a car drive from a rooftop and land on like the third floor of a parking lot across the street perfectly without damaging the car. And and I didn't go. And I was just like, that's bullshit. Every single time I wouldn't enjoy any movie. I wouldn't enjoy it. Movies are full of bullshit things. And that's why they're movies. Did you go down to Blockbuster and you get a fucking movie? Do you remember those? <clears throat> All right. So we went from VHS tapes. And then I even knew people that had like that rewinder that was shaped like a car and you stick the VHS tape in there to rewind it before you actually put the movie in. You just had all this extra shit and then DVDs, right? And then people started having all these, this big DVD collection. DVDs were like a sign of, wow, man, these people are really doing well, man. They got a lot of DVDs, just stacks of them. You get a DVD, then you got to get the DVD uh, tower to put a stick all your DVDs in and people come over and you're proud of your DVD collection. You're like, yeah, I got face off, you know, but I also got fucking coach Carter and remember the Titans and I got get shorty, right? Like you got like, you know what I mean? Like, and then you start like talking then you start looking at people's DVD collections. Like, oh, I can tell a lot about this personality, this person's personality by what type of DVDs they got. You know, I remember one of the first DVDs I ever put my hands on and it was the animal Starring Rob Schneider. It's a good movie. This is the first time I learned that uh, goats made their own milk. I didn't know. I thought it was just cows <laughs> my whole childhood life, which is really fucking dumb. So anyway, yeah, I mean, my suspension of disbelief is a little bit selective at times. And that is a thing that I'm working on because I want to be a better person. And I think we all should be trying to be a better person. Another thing that really, uh, really grinds my gears. Now, another thing that I thought about this week, I was on my way. I was driving home. I was working with some clients. I was driving on the road, getting better. Update, getting better. You know, I'll, I'll obey the rules of the road. And I also learned that if just because on the GPS there's a stop sign, it doesn't always mean that there's a stop sign. Sometimes it's a traffic light and you run a red light and then your wife goes, that was a red light. And you're like, oh, shit, because on the GPS, it was a stop sign. Sorry. Um, so, yeah. So I was thinking about this shit and I'm listening to this song. This song comes on on, on, uh, on Shuffle and it's a Mac Miller song with uh, Action Bronson. And Action Bronson says he mentions Miami of Ohio. And I started thinking, man, it's really weird how there's places that are named after other places here in this country, but it's also like even stranger to me, like that there are cities in other countries that 
we have named our cities after and and we we uh changed the way they were even pronounced and i don't know if you guys knew this shit but this shit blew my mind so <laughs> i did a little bit of research right and i found um an article on mentalfloss.com which i think is a clever name come on give it up for them mental floss um so apparently there's an athens just like in greece right and uh but they pronounce it in athens illinois and in kentucky allegedly and i could be wrong right so you could send me an email at cory has a podcast at gmail.com and fucking correct me if i'm wrong but yeah so there's an athens illinois and kentucky but it's actually pronounced athens according to mentalfloss.com also this one really got me you know there's a the cap the german capital berlin there's a couple of berlins in connecticut massachusetts new york and in wisconsin and they pronounce it berlin berlin like aaron Berser. berlin that's a hamilton reference you need to watch hamilton uh, there's also Cairo, right? Like in Egypt, in Georgia and Illinois, it's pronounced Cairo. Now, this is the second time that Illinois has managed to make this list. Do they just, are they doing this shit on purpose? Like, are they just trying to be annoying? Like, I'll say it however I want. That's not how people in Illinois talk. I'm pretty sure of it. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Could be, could be not. All I know is, um, I feel like if if you're going to steal the name, you should at least just fucking, you know, say it the way the people who name the place say it, right? I don't know. I mean, whatever. I guess you're trying to, like, if you're going to try to be creative, then why don't you just be creative enough to make up a different name? That's how I think about it. But maybe I'm wrong. Right. That's what that's what, you know, I see a lot of memes and shit nowadays and I see a lot of people posting and sharing a lot of the same shit. And <clears throat> it's like I, saw, I keep seeing this thing pop up about like things to put in your vocabulary. And I never really look at them. Um, but I do think that it is important if this is on there and it could be I think it is important to be like to be aware that you, you could be wrong. One of my favorite things I saw recently was be teachable. You're not always right. And I love that. Cause that's like a that's like a bitch be humble kind of thing. You know what I mean? If somebody if somebody comes to you and they tell you you're wrong in a respectful way, you gotta just be able to be like, you know what? I didn't even know that. Don't try to fight. Don't be wrong and strong. Somebody said that to me a long time ago. But you know what I mean. I mean you, you wanna commit though, right? You wanna have a backbone. So anyway, right? So everybody had DVDs. Then all of a sudden, the Blu-ray player came out. And you were like, whoa, this shit sounds cool. And then what happened was, so so VHS tapes started to get real fucking cheap. And then you just didn't have them anymore, right? And then you got a whole collection of DVDs. You know, I'm talking like six feet tall, stack, 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 stack. Stacks. And then you're like, well, what the fuck do I do with these tapes, right? It's like the old encyclopedias. It's like, like, it's like, do I just, everything's digital now. Or as my, uh, as my mom used to say, digital. Before I said, ma, stop saying digital. <laughs> right? 
real story. She's probably going to hear this and, and call me right away and say, why did you say that? Um, guarantee it. Uh, so she listens to my podcast, actually, which is pretty sweet. Um, Blu-ray came out, right? And I, so they started charging a little bit more money, too. But the, 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 the Blu-ray case was a little more sleek. It was thinner. It was blue. Come to find out that I looked this shit up because I was, you know, we were talking about this the other day and I was just like, I just don't understand like this Blu-ray wave and then you had to buy a new thing so you could use the Blu-ray and people really, people did jump all over it. Um, but I saw this thing and it says, unlike current DVDs, current DVDs, which use a red laser to read and write data, Blu-ray uses a blue laser. The smaller pits, smaller beam, and shorter track pits together enable a single-layer Blu-ray disc to hold more than 25 gigabytes of information, about five times the amount of information that can be stored on a DVD. Oh, so you can get, like, unlimited special features and it comes with a video game? I just don't get it. Like, we had no problem putting whole movies. Eh, you know, some of them come with, like, two discs, I guess. But I've also, I'm pretty sure I've seen two discs Blu-rays. I don't know, man. I feel like this shit was a scam and you fell for it. You fell for it. You know, are, are we ever going to use this shit again? I'm surprised when I walk into someone's house and I see a DVD player. My fucking MacBook doesn't even have a disc slot on it. So you spent thousands of dollars on DVDs and Blu-rays. But that was just the time, right? And now it's like, Netflix is like, you know, they got movies and shit, but then it's like getting limited weirdly. I don't know if anybody else has noticed that. And then you go on Prime and it's like, oh, you can rent this for fucking $15. It's like, oh my God, don't we pay for this service? Like, what the fuck? Anyway, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the shit. You know, I just roll with it. I just roll with it, mama. That's my best Drake impression. Yeah. Um, so... That's just uh, suspension of disbelief, you know, you believe that like a fucking, you believe like a giant would walk onto the screen and start talking and you'd be like, oh yeah, that's totally cool. Giants exist. They always have. But the second a musical starts and everybody knows the dance, you're like, whoa. And we're all guilty of it. We're all guilty of it. You know, but uh, been doing a lot of soul searching and that's all you can do. That's all you can do. And then you get in a fucking, you call an Uber and you look at the screen and it says Jeff Gordon. And you're like, no fucking way. And then the car picks you up and it is Jeff Gordon. And you go on the ride of your life. Anyway, so now it is time for me, your host. Corey Easley, yours truly, to go into my email at CoreyHasAPodcast at gmail.com. And I got <laughs> a two-parter here for you today from Specialist Bridal. Interesting name. Um, okay, so the first question is, can you explain the theme song to Frasier to me? Okay. Okay. <clears throat> it's the uh, tossed salads and scrambled eggs song uh i will say this i didn't watch a lot of frazier 
growing up. I watched Cheers, knew who Frasier was, would catch it on like Nick at night and shit when I was going to bed. Or if it came on like after the news. You know how like there was a point a time in your life when the 10 o'clock news was like, oh, I guess this is a signal that this is the end of the night. And then anything that came on after that, you felt like you were like a night owl. You're like, yeah, I'm up late. It's fucking 11.15. Go to bed, mom and dad. I got business to take care of. Um, yeah, so Toss Sound Scrambled Eggs. Well, actually, that show is critically acclaimed to be one of the uh, best or most cleverly like written TV shows of all time. It's in. It's up there. And the whole tossed salads and scrambled eggs thing was so basically Frazier Frazier Crane was a psychiatrist I believe and he had a radio show which people would call into right and if you notice Kelsey Grammer himself Frazier Crane is the uh, voice singing the the theme song um, because they wanted it to be him and uh there was a, there was a, they got some jazz dude involved, and he, <laughs> I'm just gonna find his name. They got this jazz guy involved, and well, I don't jazzy musician Daryl Finesse. This guy's name was so they got this guy named Daryl Finesse, who suggested using the terms tossed salads and scrambled eggs because they're both things that are mixed up just like Fraser's patients so what they wanted to do is not directly use any names but they wanted to like kind of indirectly talk about what the show was about it's short and sweet really um I think it's really clever tossed salads and scrambled eggs mixed up you got a bunch of people who are looking for help and direction in their lives and they fucking nailed it and Fraser tried his best to give people advice to steer them in the right direction so they can go on and live their lives and become wise they can pick up the DVD and just go I just I'll buy the DVD I don't need the Blu-ray I'm not gonna spend an extra 20 bucks Fuck that. Who do they think I am? And that's what Frazier did for people. Now, the second part, I hope that answers your question. But yeah, that's actually true. And you can look this up yourself and uh, see. I think personally, I think that's brilliant. I love the whole tossed salads and scrambled eggs thing in terms of uh, describing these quote unquote mixed up people. I think that's really cool. Now, the next second part of this question is. This person writes, I have always heard rumors slash seen it in shows where people poke holes in condoms. Whoa, that doesn't seem logical at all because it seems like it would just break immediately when you put it on and then he'd have to get a new one. Maybe this is a maybe this isn't a question, but something that should be discussed. It also it should also be noted that this is not something that I would ever do. Or have ever considered doing. Huh. Didn't have to say that. Now I'm suspicious. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, people poking holes in condoms. I've never seen that before. I've heard about it. 
I think they said that a lot in school, like sex ed. Like I remember this teacher I had. Um, I'm gonna say her name was Mrs. Pagan. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was her name. But anyway, I remember a teacher, and but anyway, she didn't have anything to do with this. But I, I remember teachers would say things like, "You know, be careful out here. You know, these girls poke holes in condoms." And they, you know, I would hear that as a kid. You know, I wasn't even like sexually active or anything like that. I was just wondered how that how that would really work you know guess um you would take because in my mind what it is is somebody takes like a needle like a sewing needle and just pokes like a hole that you won't notice directly in the center where the semen reservoir is of the condom the little trampoline part that you could put you can bounce it in and out you know what i mean Reminds me of the first time I saw a kid with an Audi belly button. I was six years old. I was at White Castle. I said, Ma, that kid's dick's hanging out. And he's got no balls. I re- this really did happen. But it uh, turns out that was his belly button. Anyway, um, yeah, I I think that if someone was going to poke a hole in the condom, what they would do is poke a, a very small couple of holes that would not uh, compromise the actual like use of the kind like you could still put it on but you won't notice that there's a small little hole and your little uh your little tadpoles could just swim right out swim right down the fallopian tubes down to the uterus and fertilize that egg i'm pretty sure that's how it works that's how i was taught i could be wrong correct me if i'm wrong um but yes so yeah, um, I don't think you should do that. If you're asking me if you should do that, I'm going to say no. You should have a conversation first. Say, I want to get pregnant. Or, <laughs> no, nah, I don't think you want to do that. But yeah, I, I would I would imagine that that's um, how it would be done. Have I seen it done? No. Have I heard of anybody talking about doing it? No. And I don't know if it's because I don't hang out with people that would do something like that. But even though you can't really put anything past anybody. You know, people close doors and they go behind them and you don't know what the fuck they're doing back there. So you always should be smart. But no, I don't think that that's even a real fucking thing. I really don't. And if it is, I got some research to do. <laughs> but uh, no, um, yeah, I, that's how they would do it. I'm 100% sure. And I'll tell you that right now. And that was a question at the end of the show. I will read any question that stands out to me the most through the week after I scroll through my emails. That was a great one. Thank you so much for your submission. You can email me at CoreyHasAPodcast at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram at CoreyEasley underscore C-O-R-E-Y-E-A-S-L-E-Y underscore. And stay tuned because I'll be back next week with more heat. And I'll be sitting here in a motherfucking Cookie Monster costume and you won't even notice. Please, thank you, excuse me, and good night.